Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Just Women Talking Shit with your host, Jacqueline Cotton. Jacqueline Cotton. Oh, hello. Hey. There she goes. <laughs> What's up, Michael? How you doing? Good morning. Or is it morning over there? Yes. I'm in Mississippi. Yeah, it's morning. I'm sitting outside. Completely daylight here. Where are you at right now? You've been traveling, no? Yeah, I'm in LA right now. Um, I'll be here for a few more days and then I'm heading back to Mexico City. Fun. Uh, are you celebrating or just is it business or what? Well, I'm from Mex. I mean, I'm from Mexico City. I'm from LA originally, and my my partner she had her birthday, so so we were celebrating that for a bit, and she's about to head out to New York for work, and my mom's birthday is on Wednesday, so I'm going to stay for a few more days until her birthday, and then and then I'm going to head back to the city fun i've been watching your stories i think it was over yeah. this past weekend you guys out on the boat and stuff yeah yeah we did the boat we did the limo that night um because one friend owns a boat one friend owns a limo and another friend owns a plane so we did all three which was nice do y'all need another friend <laughs> <laughs> you can always come join and hang out <laughs> I don't know if you. I don't know if you'll be able to hang because we we hang pretty tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, so drink your Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those hangovers are—they're nothing to mess with after kids. Um, like, I don't know if it's the kids or the age or a combination, but I have a few. And I like it, what's weird is breastfeeding. I don't get drunk, but I still feel it. Like it doesn't matter if I have just a few or a bunch. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know that I can get toe up from the flow up at this we'll see. point in my life. We'll see. We'll see. We we do a lot of dancing because uh, I don't drink. You don't drink? Okay. Because my mind went to planes, planes. <laughs> like you're saying, can we hang? And I'm like, I'd, I'd, yeah, no, yeah, probably not. But okay, yeah. so lots of dancing. I don't. I don't. A lot of dancing, a lot of music, a lot of uh, fraternizing. You know, it's fun. You know, I. I don't drink, and and Rasha really doesn't drink. I mean, other people do, but I don't really. I don't. I might have a beer, but I feel like even a beer, or a glass of wine, that would give me a hangover the next day. So I just, I just stopped doing it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're someone who health is like a huge priority. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it it is. <laughs> you gotta you gotta take care of that. I I have a question. Sure. Did you grow up? Uh, I grew up learn. My my grandfather taught me how to spell Mississippi, and he used to go capital M I S wait capital M I S S I humpback humpback I. Did you guys ever? Oh, I already got you. I got you, Michael. I got you, Michael. Was it crooked letter? Crooked letter. Capital M I crooked letter crooked letter I humpback humpback. Yeah, you're missing you're missing some crooked letters. So it's M I crooked letter crooked letter I crooked letter crooked letter I come back come back come back I yeah it's it's yeah. a it's a, it's a I, I I don't know who came up with the name don't know how they came up with it but it's it fucks with us for sure try teaching that to your kids yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, we just point we're just state. <laughs> That's what I remember about Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, that's probably about all. Um, no, it's, <laughs> I just don't really know what we're known for, is what I mean, besides like cooking and hospitality um, and then the state with the long ass name. So, um, but yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's funny you say that. It's funny to hear it coming from someone else that isn't like here because I didn't know that everybody else learned that too so that's hilarious to me my grandfather grew up in the south um i think he grew up in well my family's from my other family's from louisiana and then 
my grandfather, I think he was in Arkansas. That's well, that's not the South. Um, but he spent a lot of time in the South. Yeah, I think he was. I don't know. It all we're, feels the same to me. We're in Louisiana, though. Shreve, well, not Shreveport. Um, well, yeah, Shreveport, Opelousas. Yeah, yeah, I know where that is. Um, Louisiana's like our little neighbor. Everybody loves. Yeah. New Orleans, especially, but all the other mm-hmm. little surrounding areas are pretty cool too. Um, but for anybody listening, because after by myself, this is recorded. <laughs> We're just sitting here shooting. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh. I forgot it was recorded. <laughs> it announces it in everything, Michael. Yeah, I know. You know what it was? I thought we were in like a meeting. <laughs> and I forgot this is a podcast. Yeah, you're right. All right, let me get my mind together. <laughs> oh, let me give them a little backstory then. The other times that Michael and I have have met it was more like go ahead well i said we're, we're just talking shit right so yeah like, we're just yeah, talking all kinds of shit so that we we're got just it, we're, all, kind of shit, so. we're off to a good start we were just talking about all kinds yeah. of shit catching up exactly. on shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man crooked letter shit all the shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no so it's i really love this because it's not often that i talk to somebody that isn't a complete stranger to me Everyone besides mm-hmm. two people, may, maybe two or three people, most, it, they've been complete strangers to me, and I've just like gotten to know them that way. So it's always like you don't know if it's going to be natural, if the conversation's going to flow, and then we hop on, and it's just like mm-hmm. kind of pick up where you left mm-hmm. off. But Michael, um, we'll, we'll just introduce you, Michael. I your branding is getting really good because I do every time I think of Michael, I think the energy coach, like I don't even think of anybody else is being called the energy coach. Um, so yeah. I'd love for you to introduce yourself uh, fully because I already know who you are, but nobody, you know, on my world may not know who you are yet. So if you'll introduce yeah. yourself and just uh, tell them what you do. Okay. Uh, so my name is Michael Blunt and I am an energy coach. And I teach a concept called transformational manifestation. And what transformational manifestation is, is I teach professionals and um, successful folks um, in the world and, you know, entrepreneurs and, you know, people who really have things going for themselves, you know, how to become more successful (laughs) in whatever it is that they're doing. So... You know, and this is through a framework of it's through a, a manifestation framework called transformational manifestation. And what that is, is how do we transform at the level of our highest manifestation? You know, so if our highest manifestation is to, you know, have the white picket fence, the the car and the beautiful family, um, and you're still single and you're looking for that, you know, how do we transform in order to attract that? If your manifestation, highest manifestation is I have a business and I want more freedom, um, fulfillment, and I want to scale it across, you know, all of these different markets. Well, how do you transform into that person in order to manifest that type of lifestyle? So I teach a framework of how to do that. Um, and I teach this framework within a virtual school called Energy Mastery School. In Energy Mastery School, um, we learn the three different steps of how to achieve this manifestation. That's through deprogramming, the school of reprogramming, and the school of manifestation. And, and it's a very quick, easy process. Well, I won't say easy, but it is very, it is very doable. Um, it is very um, structured. It's very clear. Um, and it's for everybody. You know, it's for men, women, children, teenagers, professionals. Um, and it's really for people who are, are just looking for the next step in whatever part of life they're in. You know, so I, I teach that framework and and so far so good. I'd before I met you, I just like scratched the surface of energetics and like I was like, I didn't even know what it meant to operate at a high frequency. And then once I started, you know, working on some of your blogs and those emails and stuff and seeing your content, it all of a sudden like started to click for me. And it's really cool that you're out there doing that work mm-hmm. because 
people little people like me here in Mississippi don't know don't, don't quite know a lot about it yet um and I just I love the work you're doing and you do simplify it but I one thing I want to touch base on is you said you know it's easy and then you kind of retracted that statement because that deprogramming that shit's not easy <laughs> It's, I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. on a grand scale, concept-wise, yes, but like catching yourself and being so repetitive to deprogram and the, then be able to reprogram because, especially down south, and I don't, I don't care who disagrees with me that's listening right now, we are stuck in our ways. People are stuck in their ways. Mm. A lot of old mindset, old beliefs. You know, money doesn't grow on trees, mm. type shit. Mm got to work hard for your money and mm. all that kind of stuff. And so, oh, I will be mm. the first to say that shit's not easy because you're surrounded by it a lot of the time. And so being able to take yourself, even though you're kind of stuck in your physical environment, but be able to kind of relocate in a like mental environment to deprogram yourself is it's, you got to want it. You got to like be ready to just completely up level in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And, you know, I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, you know, the way that I wanted to reframe that was, you know, the work isn't easy, but the framework of how to do it is very simple and easy and clear. You know, it's a, it's a very structured framework. And, you know, the, the reason why I even started thinking about frameworks and methodologies was because a lot of us were either starting our, our spiritual journey or we were in the throes of our journey, but there wasn't really a structure of where to start. You know, it wasn't, there wasn't really a structure of like, okay, I want to get from point A to point B, what should I focus on first? What should I focus on second? Should it be my mental health? Should it be my emotional health? Should it be you know, um, self-care in this type of way? Should I go into more of the esoteric side? Should I play with cards and look at crystals? You know, what what is it? So what I've done is I've just simplified everything and I put it in a very structured framework for you to be able to see exactly where you are in your journey. And then from there, you can just drill in and double down and say, okay, yeah, where I really need to focus my energy is on reprogramming. Okay, where I need to focus my energy is on deprogramming and manifestation and and so on and so forth. So it just makes it very easy and simplified for you to um, for you to have a starting place and have bring some level of awareness from where you are to where you want to be. And that's really what I've done here. Oh, so badass, so badass. I just forgot to even mention that. This is so cool because you're the first man on the podcast. Did I tell you that? I think you did. I think, but it hasn't hit yet. You know, the, the celebration hasn't hit. <laughs> you're the first one. And I, I didn't. I, <laughs> I just wanted to fit in, so I didn't want to tell anybody that I was a man. But I think they, I think they caught it from my voice. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking they picked up by now. Um, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so little backstory, Michael and I met through um, an agency that I copyright for. It's very freelance. And uh, that's how that's I didn't know about Michael. It's really cool how we actually connected because you, it just you never know who you're going to meet, you know, and like I never could have planned it out. But now I, I look forward to your stuff, um, even though we don't work together anymore. Like I look for your stories. And, oh, don't even get me started. I mean, just to show how much I, I pay attention to your content. Um, oh, that damn hacker pissed me off. <laughs> I remember I was, like, screenshotting. I'm like, surely, surely this person. <laughs> I'm so pissed. I'm like, no, he's got, I mean, because you have such a huge following. And I'm like, 100, I think it's like over 103,000 yeah. followers. And I was, like, thinking if this, if the tables were turned, how upset I'd be. Like, all this credibility you've built up. Yeah. And then, but anyway. I keep up with your stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I, and I appreciate that. But, you know, for for the viewers, um, you know, Jacqueline was working on when she says the copyright and specifically she was doing a lot of my blogs and my email sequencing. And I just really fell in love with the, her writing style. And I just really resonated with how she approached um, the content writing and, and what she had to say. And, you know, for me, I was like, well, let's keep this going for as long 
as we can. And, you know, it was a very magical moment for us um, because we started to get into our flow um, and then we had to change directions. So, but if anybody's looking for a good content writer, Jacqueline, um, she's, she's the woman for you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that a lot. So, well, what's, what else has been going on? I know you have the energy mastery school. Um, you had that, that's tied in with the 21 days, right? Does it kind of, will you explain yeah. that? Or have you guys started, so, started all that, right? So yeah. So this has been a big thing or a big difference from where, when we were working together to um, where we are now, you know, so when we were working together, I think we were just getting everything like the framework, um, the framework together and really understanding, okay, this is exactly how we want to structure this. And this is what the offering is to, to other people. Now we've gotten to a place where we've actually put everything together. We've created the course and now we're, you know, uh, marketing that to specifically friends and family. The, in just to give everybody a little context of, of what the course is. So what I do is energy coaching and I do this um, in mastermind groups and I really bring people together from all over the world to share this framework and to really help elevate them to the next level of their success. Whatever success means for you, that is what we do. We get you to that next level. And that is normally like a nine week process, 60 days. And, you know, I work one-on-one with you and in a group, you know, et cetera, just kind of like the traditional coaching. What I've decided to do, because so many people were interested, but not everybody could afford it. And also, not everybody wanted to share their information with me. <laughs> you know, some people just wanted to have this information and in the framework and they wanted to do it themselves and they were a little bit more private. Whatever the reason might be, or, you know, I, I even give a, a, another example. Some people weren't exactly sure they wanted to dive in and they wanted to commit to a nine-week um, container with me. And so whatever the, the reason might be, I said, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to consolidate everything that I've been doing for the last so many years, um, all the different workshops that I've been to, all of the different coaches and shamans that I've been to, all of the teachings that I've read, <clears throat> um, all of the books that I've just ascertained. And I'm going to put that into a very quick online 21-day course. And the 21-day course is you for 30 minutes a day for 21 days you can learn the framework and you can learn the framework of transformational manifestation of energy mastery, how to get to your next level of success. And in doing that, um, it has been met with wide arms. You know, a lot of people have been super receptive to it. Um, It's, you know, very affordable. It's self-paced. It doesn't take up any of your time. It actually gives you time back because it's only 30 minutes a day, but it allows you and teaches you how to really focus your 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 attention and your energy on what's important rather than rather than just like everything that's going on in your life. Um, and it really puts things in perspective. Um, this is really a course that brings people to the next level of themselves. And it's and it's and it's really exciting. I'm sharing it at a um, a reduced price right now um, because I'm still testing it out with the market. Um, but this is this is something that will be flooding the market pretty soon. Um, and I'm really excited about it. It really gives me freedom and it gives a lot of people access to what it is that, that I'm teaching. Yeah, it sounds awesome. It really does. Uh, that's something that <clears throat> are my, my listeners able to join you in that? Are we able to include a link in mm-hmm. the show notes? Yeah. Yeah. 1000%. You can, you can, um, I can send you a link. You can go to my Instagram, you know, the, it's, it's linked there. It's called 21 days to energy mastery. Uh, Jacqueline, I was going to tell you, you should test it out too, or at least go to the web page and there's a video on there. And I love, I know that you love to give feedback. Um, but you know, just, just go check it out and, um, see, see, let me know what you think, because it's, it's very different from what we were doing together. Um, since then I've done like 30 videos. Um, I've really just kind of narrowed down a lot of the stuff that we were talking about before, and it just became very succinct, very on point and very aligned to 
the concepts, like we had broader concepts when we were working together. And now it's turned into kind of like a movement in, in these, these self-study courses, um, I dare say are better than my, my in-person um, coaching, <laughs> you know, th- th- it just turned out so well. So, you know, this is something I think that anybody would be interested in, even if they're not ready to fully commit or if they are suffering from time, you know, just having a lot of time, you know, these are for your um, parentpreneurs. Um, these are for, you know, the people who um, are really busy in the workspace, you know, or the people who have a job and they're doing their side hustle, you know, um, as far as their, you know, their side business, you know, so this really helps you and gives you access to something that you wouldn't normally have access to unless you spent hours um, in workshops or downloading information from YouTube or going to Peru for six months to do some ayahuasca retreat or something. So, you know, this is uh, puts it right in your living room. You can have your baby with you. You can have your husband yelling in the background and you can have the dogs barking and you can still do this in 30 minutes a day. (laughs) Yeah. I'll for sure go look at the website and everything. Um, Well, so my perspective, I like how you point out, you know, it would take, it really does. People don't realize the, um, the full effect of having a coach. It's, it feels, honestly like a like cheat codes or like you're kind of skipping the line because it takes you're talking about years and tens I shoot probably tens and thousands of dollars for me at this point investing in myself to get to where I am and I know you've invested mm-hmm. a shit ton in yourself um mm-hmm. but it's just mm-hmm. it's so worth it to just have somebody who has all the answers already in in my opinion but I would really like to know because I didn't get to know a whole lot about this when we were working together. I'd like to know how you got into this work because I know you, you were in corporate America Mm. before this. No. Yeah. Yeah. I was in corporate America before this. So, you know, if, if we go really, really back into a different reality, I I started off as, you know, computer science, mathematics major when I was an undergrad. And then a few years later, um, I sauntered off to business school. Um, so it was a com- complete career switch, but they were very relevant disciplines for what it was that I was trying to do in the future, unbeknownst to me at the time. So um, I went into business school and and after business school, I started working at these big, you know, Fortune 500, 100 companies, um, which paid really good money, but I was also really, really stressed out. And from the stress, I suffered from a lot of anxiety um, and the anxiety led to a lot of health conditions, you know, such as TMJ, which was the locked jaw in my teeth where I had to, I had to get mouth guards because I was gnawing at my, my, my jaws and my, my teeth in, in the middle of the night because of stress. And then also I started suffering from stress hives all over my body um, from, from all of the stress and the things that the external factors that were going on in my life. So these were work related, but they were also my personal life as well. You know, I was having relationship issues, you know, my friendships were falling apart. Um, and, you know, my career was, you know, off and on, you know, I would go really far in it and then it would just kind of fall out. I would get a manager who, you know, we just didn't see eye to eye. And then I'm like, like okay, I'm leaving or they would kick me out either one it was it just didn't work out um like how i expected it to and how i envisioned my life and i just couldn't understand why um and i discovered that reason later but you know at the in the, in that time it really led me into mild depression um and i started having you know glimpses of you know what would suicide look like what would it look like if you know i were not on this planet anymore you know i just kind of wanted to end that pain And in that darkness, I had to find my way back to the light. And I had to find my way to a place where I loved myself again and where I understood what was going on, you know, in my life that was there was a reason for this that would help me get to the next level. And so that's when I started looking into meditation. That's when I started looking into, you know, other wellness practices such as yoga. Um, changing my diet. And I started really getting into, you know, this whole, it was my spiritual awakening. And, you know, the way that they, that popped off was 
I got sent to the emergency room one day from a panic attack or it was an anxiety attack. And I thought I was going to die. My, my, I was having heart palpitations, kind of like the whole thing. My doctor, I asked the doctor, what's wrong with me? And the doctor says, nothing's wrong with you. You know, this is all emotional stress induced. And I never put the connection between stress and your physical body together. I didn't know that stress or your emotions could cause all these, um, uh, all of these breakdowns and, you know, dysfunctions within your body. Um, and it would show up in such a physical way. And when I started making the connection, that's when I started making changes in my life. And from there, just started my journey and just kickstart my journey. And I just got deeper into meditation. And from meditation, I started looking at, you know, different levels of consciousness and how to really take care of myself. Um, I started playing with energy and what does energy mean? And I soon discovered that if you change and you focus on your energy, that completely changes everything else in your life. And, you know, it was kind of like a broad concept at first. And I didn't really understand what that meant. But and on an intellectual level, I knew that, you know, everything is made up of energy. 99% of the things that you see around your energy, you're made up of dense energy. And, and there are different levels of energy and different vibrations of energy, which, which cause it to look, um, I would say, visually in different ways. And if you can change the composition of that energy, um, and then you can start playing with magic. You know, you can, if you change the energy of your emotions, and then that changes the energy of how you see the world and how you start interacting with people. And that energy brings certain people and opportunities back into your life. So I started digging more into that with my engineering background. I was like, how do I hack into energy? And so that's when the concept of energy mastery came about and mastering your energy. And then, you know, manifestation uh, came about because I was like, well, if I can, if I can manipulate energy, then what else can I do? You know, so I started putting my Harry Potter hat on and I said, okay, so I can create this, I can create that. Um, and it just became fun. Life became fun again. There was a purpose for life. There was a reason for living. Um, and you know, it, it just really, it just really shone, shone a light on, you know, what my path was going to be. And I was like, I got to really teach this to other people. You know, I got to teach this in a way where they can really understand it or where, where it could really help them out as well. So it started off as a mental health practice and then it went into, okay, how do we elevate professionally? How do we elevate our love life? How do we elevate the amount of money that we're making and all these different things? So, you know, that's, that's how I got into it. And that's, that's where I am now years later. Oh, I love it. So this is everyone's permission slip to, I mean, if you want more out of life, I, I don't feel that we should feel guilty. I think that a lot of us are conditioned to think that, you know, that, that longing feeling in your soul, like there's gotta be more almost is selfish on a level. Um, I know for me growing up in like a very poverty level family, we had this negative mindset around people who had a lot of money or people who lived what they, what I consider like a luxurious lifestyle or, and now here I am, I have it all. We talked about this when we did some market research about how, like, what does that next level look like? Like as so, someone like me who, I mean, I'm sitting on my back porch. I have so many advantages. I know, I know, I know I'm spoiled. It hasn't always been this way. But I feel I manifested this, mm -hmm. but like I have a nice house in the perfect little cookie cutter neighborhood. Um, we have five mm -hmm. kids total. Like I got my rainbow baby. I get to sit on my back porch and talk shit with a, a beautiful soul like mm -hmm. yourself. Um, I work for mm -hmm. myself at this point, like checks off all the boxes. Right. But I have this like, oh, do you know that feeling? And it's like, there's, it's not a darkness. It's an emptiness. And you're like, you want to stuff it full of sunshine. <laughs> Cause I feel like there's still a next level, even though I've mm -hmm. reached this level, there's a next level for me. And mm -hmm. it's traveling the world, showing my kids the things that they're learning about in the textbooks, like actually showing them history, you know, Ooh, you're a big yeah. guy. What do you want? Um, 
But having the amount of money to where we don't have to check the bank account when we go like to shop or something mm. like that. And like mm. uh, you are just a permission slip that even if you are in what people consider the most successful spot in your life, which is a six figure figure corporate yeah. job, like your fucking mental health is not yeah. worth it. And there are so many other things, yeah. obviously, that yeah. set success apart for some people. It's not money. Like I know people who they own farmland and have hardly any money and they, they got their chickens, they got their goats, their horses. Uh, they wake mm -hmm. up every morning and mm -hmm. pick up manure and go to bed each night, you know, with mm -hmm. calluses on their hands and they're beyond happy. Don't need all the money, mm -hmm. you know, but like, I love mm -hmm. that you teach how to master your energy. Cause a lot of people don't realize that it all starts with, with that free, like you have your own frequency. It's like, a radio station and you're operating at a frequency yep. and if you feel unaligned it you know it's because maybe you're not at the right frequency so with all that chitter chatter sorry southern women talk a lot i don't know if i told you that <laughs> i love southern women i was i was raised by southern women so i'm feeling <laughs> at home right now <laughs> good good but i feel like it's a really good segue for people who maybe are listening to this episode and they're like you know what this shit makes sense like i don't feel mm -hmm. like i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing in life you know or um yeah there's there's got to be more there's more to this like or is this it what do you recommend for someone who's feeling that feeling maybe the word that comes to mind for me is unfulfilled um, because you can check off all the boxes, but you may not feel fulfilled. Like if you don't lay your head down mm -hmm. at night feeling fulfilled, my heart hurts for you. It really does. Cause I yeah, think that's yeah. the whole principle of life is finding fulfillment, you know? Um, yep. What are, what are some tips or I don't know if we want to look for signs or maybe you could give some tips on if you are at that stage in life, like what's the first thing you do to better your life? and to become more mm. aware and conscious that, you know, it starts with you. It, it sucks, but it does. It starts with you. Like it's not your circumstances. It's not the people you're around. Like it starts with you. It's your responsibility to master your energy and to take a look and make sure that you get the life that you really want or desire. I like the word desire better than want. Yeah. Um, I would say first, you know, first I wanted to clarify something, you know, this this work isn't only for the people who are looking to um you know go to the, to the next level it it's also for the people who are at the next level you know um coaches go to coach you know i go to coaches um and when people present something new to me like this i i jump on it you know i'm like okay cool tell me more about it you know i, I never get to the place where i'm you know i'm i'm saying hey you know i'm there and, you know, I hope these other people get there as well. You know, everybody's at a, a different stages of their journey. And I, I want to, you know, hold space for that, that that could look different. You could say that, hey, I am successful. I do have it all. You know, I do, you know, I am there. I do have these levels of freedom. I just want more. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with saying that <laughs> it's real boring when you just reach this destination and you're just there for the rest of your life you know so you just keep going and you know i would say for the people who you know are looking for that sign of like what does this look like where do i start specifically with your question is you know first there's you have to make a choice you know there's always a choice and i tell people when you hear something and when you learn something act on it make a decision quickly very successful people all the successful people in the world the wealthy people they make decisions very quickly and they change them seldomly if not at all and i do it all the time you, you saw it were working with me jacqueline i was making decisions every day like let, let's go here and it felt like we were all out of control you know when in reality chaos brings organization and it brings clarity so I'm very comfortable with dealing in chaos because I know that it's going to bring me to the place that I want to bring, you know, in, in, in working with different people, my chaos always gets me to like, for example, 21 days, I was able just to deliver that very quickly, but the process of getting there might've felt like chaotic, 
but I was making very quick decisions, you know, because intuitively what I was being told and what I felt was like, hey, this information is right for me. Oh, I'm in alignment here. Or I like what this person is saying. Let me be a student. So I had to make a choice of, I want to step into that world and always become a student. I don't know it all. I endeavor to know more. I'm curious about what I don't know. And I'm curious about being curious, you know, so that curiosity leads me to a lot of different places, some good, some bad, but I always get somewhere. Um, and that has led me to where I am right now. So specifically to answer your question, it starts with a choice and that choice brings awareness. That awareness allows you to make better decisions, better decisions on, okay, yeah, I move fast here. Now I know not to go there anymore. I took a risk there. I know not to go there anymore, but I also took a risk in this portion and it really brought a different type of insight here. So let me keep going. What I see with a lot of people is a lot of people are stuck. When you said stuck in your ways, it's because they're afraid to make quick decisions. They're afraid to um, step out of their comfort zone. They're afraid of what failure might look like. But I, but I tell people every day that success equals failure. You can't have success and not have failure. I failed. I've failed more times than I've quote unquote succeeded, but I don't even see it like that. People are like, oh, well, you got fired from your job before. And I'm like, no, that was success. I've learned that that job wasn't for me. So that was success for me. I spent a couple of years there. That was two years too long. And, and I, it was very successful because I discovered that is not the type of working culture that I want to be in. Well, you, you, you were in this long relationship and you guys were about to get engaged and that didn't work out for you. Well, no, that was successful for me. It wasn't a failure because now I know what type of relationship I want, you know, and, oh, your business didn't, didn't take off the way that, no, it was very successful because I realized that the way that I was going about things wasn't the way that I really wanted to work in, in, in my own business, you know? So I've had all those failures, quote unquote, have been reframed into successes, but you have to fail in order to realize that you're really just being more successful in your life. And so that's what I would tell people who are first starting off is just do something, make a decision. If you're already there, make more better decisions, keep going, keep going. You're never there. You're never going to get it right. If you have that mentality, I'm never going to get it right. Then life just becomes a project and a journey of always just trying to get it right. But it's a beautiful journey of just continuing to go and perfecting yourself and getting better. And that's what I call energy mastery. Energy mastery is the daily mastery of your energy. It's a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. It is not something that you check off on a box and you say, okay, yeah, good. That is what I teach. It's a lifestyle. So if you can master your energy every day, then your tomorrow looks better than your yesterday and your your next years look better than last month's and you could just keep going with that and you just keep getting better and better and better at yourself every single day and you're just mastering your energy and that just becomes your entire life and that's that's beautiful and that's the choice that i would start with is making a decision and making a choice oh so good and every woman listening is like, but I'm so fucking indecisive. <laughs> Don't tell me to make choices. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just do uh, something. <laughs> just do something. Oh, yeah. that's powerful stuff. Because it, when you're stuck in that space, um, I, I just think to like Mel Robbins, uh, she, one of her videos caught my attention one day and she was laying in bed and she, she was talking about how, are you laying in bed, not wanting to get out of bed, and you're feeling depressed today, and she was like, oh, should we lay in bed? She's like, no, just get up. Just get up and do it. Like, just do something else. Staying where you are and continuing to do the same thing, obviously, is not working. Um, and that's, she just the way she puts it sometimes is so perfect. And her way with words and your way with words mm. always captivate me. Because I'm like, mm. it's stuff that I think we deep down know. But hearing it from you or hearing mm -hmm. it from her, like it all of a sudden just clicks. 
Um, but mm-hmm. choices. Life is really, it's just a series of choices. If you really stop and mm-hmm. think about it. And I love how you say it becomes a project. I was speaking with my brother the other day. Um, you guys kind of remind me of each other. He's like, we call him, mm-hmm. we call him uh, Jesus because he's got long hair and he's got a beard. And he, I told him, I said, you should become a shaman. Like you have so much insight and wisdom. <laughs> it's insane. But the way that you guys, Uh, speak and share your ideas and philosophies and stuff really is similar but we were talking about it and I was like it really just feels like this is all a game if you really like to step back like why don't we teach this more like it's again it really is it's like a game like which movie are you gonna make Mm -hmm. How are you going to get to the next level? Like, you mm. got to make this decision. You got to make it mm. fast before, I don't know, some gremlins come and bite you or kill you or whatever. Like, if, when I start thinking about it, almost like in a childlike way, it took a lot of pressure off of me. And I'm one of those people, too. Lots of anxiety can go into a deep, dark depression. Like, if I'm not doing what makes me feel, you know, kind of lit up and aligned. And, oh, but it, it become it does. It becomes fun. Um when you really start to dive into Mm -hmm. it, it's like a completely different world. Cause I think a lot of us are just kind of living on autopilot or following these blueprints that maybe mom and dad, Mm -hmm. you know, have, uh, I guess their vision of what it's supposed to be like, or what, I don't know. Everybody's living these lives, not everyone, but I would say a lot of people, like a majority Mm -hmm. of people I know they're living this life. And I'm like, is this what you want? Or is this like, what you think other people think we're mm. supposed to have or, and it doesn't always feel authentic. So lots of good. Yeah. Points. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, completely agree. <laughs> You're so laid back. I'm in the girl circle. <laughs> oh, I wish y'all could see him. I, I was raised by I, I was raised by women, yeah. and what I learned is a, a lot of a lot of men just talk, and they don't know really how, when to shut up. <laughs> so I spent a lot of my time just listening to the wisdom of women, um, and really just kind of sitting in the energy of femininity. Um, and you know the, the the feminine space and learning a lot about that and how to integrate that with the masculine space and, and just balance that out. So, you know, for me, I believe in pregnant pauses. For for me, I believe in you know cultivating you know the energy and and in listening and just really sitting with you know anything that might just come up. Um, and that led to like a lot of conversations that I was having, uh, but more just kind of like the art of listening, knowing when to share, how to share it, and then being in the receptive mode of, you know, listening to, you know, where other people are coming from, you know, et cetera. Cause not everybody is going to have your, most people won't have your same opinion unless you're just talking to the same people every day. Um, but you know, when, when they don't, you know, just really led to an energy of tolerance and i learned that from 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 women so i like this space i like being invited to these podcasts and i get to talk to the ladies out there (laughs) we we speak the same language we might not look the same physically but we speak the same language (laughs) oh i love it it's funny you say all that though because it being a podcast interview a lot of people they just want to talk i'm obviously just talk, talk, talk. And I'm like, well, okay, Michael, go. Like, you're just sitting here listening. I'm not used to someone, <laughs> especially a man. Yeah. Just yeah. sitting there listening. Like, <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> I didn't want to ruin this opportunity. <laughs> I didn't want to get kicked out of the woman's circle. So <laughs> I'm just observing, but you know, I, you know, I, I listen to you um, a lot and you know, I've, I've been around you. I work with you and um, I've gotten a lot of your feedback and stuff like that. And I, I really admire what you're doing because a lot of folks, like you said, you know, a lot of my family comes from, you know, the South and, you know, some of these mindsets as well. 
And what I tell people is, you know, when you're looking for change, you know, stop focusing on your habits and your behaviors, focus on your belief systems. And if you can change your belief systems and your paradigm of beliefs, that changes your habits and behaviors, which creates your reality. And which is something that I teach in this course, um, in my coaching and in the 21 days course is focusing on, you know, your, your paradigm of beliefs, you know, um, which is something that you pointed out from the very beginning of, you know, a lot of people have fixed mindsets and, you know, that's, that's where I'm telling you, like make quicker decisions. If you have a lot of choices, these, when you make quicker decisions and you just do something, then it gets easier. Then you start practicing transformational manifestation because that is transforming you at the level of your manifestations. And so listening to these podcasts and seeing where you've come from and seeing where you are trying to expand and how you're expanding um, is really admirable. You know, and I, I respect it a lot. <laughs> you know, you don't see too many folks coming from, you know, your side of town who are talking about all the, as my, my grandparents would say, all the, the woo-woo and the voodoo stuff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this was not, fr- it was very frowned upon when I was, when I was raised in the church. And they're like, you know, if it wasn't, a, if it wasn't in the Bible if, or if it wasn't my pastor telling me about it then it was from the devil. So, you know, these are some very abstract concepts for a lot of folks. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, I, I don't know. Enemy feels like a strong word, but I definitely have people who call me out and I've been told I need my soul saved and all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, y'all, I was just bored over quarantine and I just wanted to start a fucking podcast. I had no people to talk to. (laughs) So the cursing gets a lot of people. They think, you know, Southern Belle that I shouldn't curse or I'm a very, I have a masculine personality. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, when it comes to talking about like cards and stuff like that, I get, I get a lot of pushback living in the Bible belt and whatnot. But I don't know. There's this quote mm-hmm. that says, you know, what is that quote that um, well-behaved women seldom make history? So here I am. Mm. Here. Mm. There you are. <laughs> no, but it. Front, it, front and center. <laughs> and I don't like it's not that I want attention. I don't want attention, but I, you know, I want to be. Again, it keeps coming this out this way. It sounds cliche, but I want to be that permission slip for people who want more out of life and want to be able to express themselves because my journey is a crazy one. Like I come from no, like nowhere. Like I come from extreme poverty. Like The statistics of me being here, not with like 10 babies on welfare and also doing drugs is like, it's kind of incredible. It's really incredible. But had I not learned about personal development and taken everything, all the situations and all the circumstances and all the lessons like I learned in church and from those kind of people who are telling me I'm going to hell. And if you don't do this this way and listen to the preacher, then like I would never have expanded. I'd never be to this level of happiness that I'm at. And so I just it means a lot that you say that. But for me, it's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, there are enough fucking fake people out in this world. And I learned that from you, this, you know, that one quote, um, and you could say it better than me, but basically if you have fake friends, it's because you're being fake. It is, it's stuck with me. Oh yeah. It's stuck. You said it. (laughs) It's stuck with me. And I'm like, it is no wonder I was so unhappy and so unaligned for so many years because I was trying to fit in. I was being somebody I'm not really... It's not who I am. Like I'm, mm. I'm different. I'm very, mm. you know, for my, mm. I guess these parts of my um, territory, different, and kind of. Um, yeah. You said voodoo. That makes me laugh because. <laughs> <that's such> a- <laughs> the woo woo and the voodoo. <laughs> yeah, my my husband calls it. He says that hippie shit is what he says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. I I want this. (laughs) I want this in any area of my internet world. I want it to just be somewhere where people feel comfortable exploring like this. This universe is so expansive. It's so insane to me. Like 
I sit and I'll look at the stars mm-hmm. sometimes. I, I sit and look at the moon a lot. I'll just sit out here, have my own little setup. I'll look and I'll gaze at the sky for hours if, if mm-hmm. given the chance because I just sit and think about how incredible it is that all this just works on its own. Yeah. It is insane yeah. to me. So if I can create a space where people can come and like talk about, you know, energy work, energy mastery, mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd feel, I feel like it would, it'd be going against my purpose to not facilitate that. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. What is, what is your ultimate level of success look like? All right. I'm going to put it out there. Um, <laughs> and a lot of people down here think I'm greedy for having these, this, uh, these goals, but I want to be, I want, so it does, some of it does revolve around money and I, I'm going to lead with that just because I know a lot of people equate their success to money. But for me, it's not about the money. It's about what the money can do and the choices that it'll give Mm -hmm. my family. And so I want, I want honestly like a billion dollar company and I want to be able Mm. to have this vision of taking the money and, you know, I want to travel the world. I want a nonprofit organization. Mm. I want to be able to go to third world countries and, help them get clean drinking water or build schools or like, I just have so many things I want to do. I just want to really nurture humankind because I just I, like my dream is world peace, I guess still. <laughs> and so I want to put mm-hmm. as much good back into the earth as I can and just have as much money as possible. If I'm being completely honest so that I can make a difference on like mm-hmm. a completely world level. That's my dream. Um, and just, mm-hmm. I want to travel the world of my babies. I want to, um, I want to have a billion dollar company. I really do. And I want to be the best boss ever mm-hmm. because I've worked for complete assholes and I just, I want to change I yeah. guess, the paradigm and the whole mindset around being like successful, like a successful boss or a CEO, because I think there are, mm-hmm. It could go one of two ways. I think spiritual people are the people meant to have a lot of money, though, not the extremely greedy mm-hmm. people. And so mm-hmm. I want to be one of those successful spiritual people. What's your guilt around money? My guilt around money is um, growing up again. My mom, she she worked several jobs. We were on welfare, um, but also growing mm-hmm. up in the church, I was taught that you know essentially money is evil. People with money, they must have gotten it in a crooked way. Um, it was almost like if you had money, you had to be bad. But it's not all just that. I remember, and I, I've done a lot of digging, a lot of meditating, a lot of work. But I, it hit me one day. I was on a on a call with one of my coaches, and it hit me that there's this fear of success. Because I equate my level of success to being able to give back monetarily to thousands of people. Um, But once I get there, what are they going to think of me? I'm going to be the person that everybody talked about, that my mom talked about, that my grandma talked about, that shit I talked about, you know, because I was Mm -hmm. taught that money, like if you had money, you either inherited it or you must have done something bad or you just got lucky or some shit like that. And so mm-hmm. that there, there's the guilt that will, because my, you know, a lot of people in my family and even friends, they still have that lack mindset that I'm a, I just think I don't want them to think that I'm a bad person or talk bad about me or shit talk me when my mm-hmm. heart and my intentions are so pure. And so being able to disconnect from that and just keep like the blinders on and continue to follow that inspired action mm-hmm. and get to those goals is it's been a challenge because I don't want to be the person that mm. people shit talk for having money, but I realize it's not, it, that wouldn't be a reflection of me. It's a reflection of how they're feeling. And so that's been my biggest setback, but it took me a long time to figure that to like bring it to the surface and be able to like disconnect from that programming. Mm. Where are you now with it? Now I'm feeling lately unstoppable and completely unapologetic because I, I know, I know what I'm here to do and I know it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I, I asked because I still felt the guilt 
you know, when you were telling me about what your ultimate levels of success was. Did you feel it? Um, okay. All right. I felt. Okay. I felt the guilt. Um, it, it, it felt, it felt like it, it was still limiting, you know, where, where you were. And, you know, I think from how you've answered the questions, you know, what, what I see is a lot of um, validation from, you know, the people around you and, you know, validating your level of self-worth, you know, what are they going to say? Is that positive or negative and what that actually translate and means to you, you know? So you asked me a question, where do people start? You know, and this is a big part of what I do is I provide people with a framework of where to start. Um, and I think that is, you know, a good place to start is like, okay, not necessarily like, you know, the actions and the habits of being, let's say unapologetic, that's a symptom of when you fix the root, you know, the root is like, how do I feel about myself? It's the self image, you know? So what I would challenge with you being your unofficial coach, <laughs> um, or, you know, just kind of like one of those type of things is, you know, really working on your, your self image, you know, how do you view yourself? You can get all the surgery, put on all the makeup, get all the beautiful clothes and look like a pretty woman in the world, you know, but if you're still feeling the same inside, you know, if you still don't feel like you're, you're attractive, if you still don't feel like you're the mother of the year or, you know, this billion or that you're running a billion dollar business right now, then you're always going to be fighting to get and that fighting to get there is just going to be your journey um, instead of just being there already, you know? So it's really the self image that where you want to start and deprogramming that into a different type of self image. And, you know, that's, that's also something that I, I teach because it's one thing to just tell you that, but it's like, okay, well, how do I do that? <laughs> you know, um, that, that, that is where the work begins, but I'm just giving you a little tidbit of, you know, that's that's kind of where you can start oh i love it i love being called out on my shit <laughs> not that you call me out i mean that's not we're just talking shit, we're just talking <laughs> shit. not that you i feel like you're calling me shit. out but it's good to see that i mean to hear that from somebody um because sometimes you just don't see it sometimes i live with myself every day mm -hmm. you know uh, and that it makes complete sense, actually, which is interesting and kind of perfect because it's been over the past week. I've gotten super like I'm trying to really tap into. I mean, I mean, my diet, like literally everything is I want to feel better. I want to start carrying myself at that next level. Um, and my body reassured me real quickly. I went all week and I'm trying my hardest to. um so I'm trying an anti-inflammatory diet because of some ailments that okay. I have. And I did so great. And I was like, oh, well, you shift back into that. Oh, well, if I just have one, you know, one day of like a cheat day or something, it'll be okay. Oh, Mother Nature was like, no. Or the universe, God, source, whoever was like, no. I got sick the very next day. And it was just confirmation that, no, like you're past this. Wow. Yeah, I got really sick. And it was confirmation you're past that. Like you don't need those cheat days or to like fit in and go have mm. some cheese sticks or fried mozzarella with somebody like it. So what you're saying is so interesting to me that you see that because I, I do mm -hmm. now that you mention it, I feel that. And I think that by the little shifts I've been making lately, um, mm -hmm. that makes sense. So internally and subconsciously I'm feeling that, but I didn't really realize it. Mm. So thank you for that. Yeah. Well, we can always talk more. Uh, I won't take up your podcast. <laughs> give yeah. you this, give give you <laughs> the same thing you give me, uh, folks. If you don't know out there, sometimes uh, I'll I'll be on my Instagram or I'll post something or I won't post something. She's on me like, oh, you need to do this so that people can relate to you better. You need to put this out there. And I'm like, okay, Jacqueline, let's go. <laughs> 
help me out, please. I need it. That's really funny. So we're both each other's unofficial coaches, I guess. But it's because I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you, and I yeah. love I love what you're doing. You're you are you're creating a movement, and I just the more people who can connect, and the more people that see you, like the bigger impact you're going to make. And so it means a lot to me. But I I never mean to, never mean to be pushy. Be pushy. Oh. You have permission. <laughs> I, I come off. I, I'm terrified that I'll come off as a bitch to some people. And I'm like, but if you know me, like really know me, you know that I'm just like, no, this is like, I see this and make this one little tweak and like you'll that's, just explode. It's that self-image, Jacqueline. See? It's that self-image. Why do I do that? Yeah. Self-sabotage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But sharing this. Well, you know what? You know what? Check. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was just going to say sharing sharing that insight. Sh- sharing. Somebody that. else is feeling that way too, though. And so I'm hoping that if they resonate with it, it's like that little kick in the ass, you know? I'll, I'll tell this to folks out there who as well. Um, and, and I am self-promoting because I, I really think that this is something that can help. Um, the thing about the course, the 21 days course is also, you can do it for a few days. And if it doesn't resonate with you, you can get a full, your full money back. And I say that because of this, you can get the framework and get what you need, you know, and not have to do this full commitment on something, you know, it's just starting you somewhere and giving you a framework and providing you with enough information for you to be dangerous. You know, one of our taglines has become dangerously effective at manifesting, you know, um, and that's manifesting your self-image, your new self-image, manifesting, you know, your dream life, ultimate levels of success, that billion dollar business, you know, whatever it might be for you, it's becoming dangerously effective at manifesting. So, you know, when I tell people to start somewhere, you know, start with the start with Jacqueline, you know, she's a coach as well, you know, start with um, start with the course. You know, it's it's not a, a big commitment. It's it's something it's a commitment for yourself, but not for anybody else. You know, just do something, you know. So when we're presenting these things to you and if they resonate with you at all, try it, do it. Just do something, you know, instead of taking in the information and having to make long decisions, you know, or, or, or yeah, long decisions for, you know, you know, things that should only take a matter of seconds. You know that that just wastes so much time. So, you know, jump on these opportunities when it when the Lord presents them to you. <laughs> oh, don't do that! <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> when, the uni- when the universe presents you some these things, you know, take advantage of them and jump on them quickly. <laughs> no, the Lord God source universe it's whatever resonates with you listeners i mm-hmm. yeah but man this has been a good chat i feel like i'm holding you back from uh or keeping you from eating that delicious fruit though <laughs> this no this is a, uh, I thought, a, a <laughs> <my> stress pause. <laughs> <laughs> shit these little things Nah. Maybe I don't want to eat, eat an apple. I maybe, thought it was a green apple. Maybe, maybe my cat might want to eat it. <laughs> cat or kids? You'd be surprised. Yeah, cat or kids. in their mouths. Yeah, well. I believe it. <laughs> well, yeah, I was just having fun. Self promote all you want, um, and it, like I said, we'll include the link down below as well. But is there anything else you'd like to share with with our audience? Any wisdom? Um, when people ask me that, I, I I always swear that I'm going to write something down and have it ready, <laughs> but I never have anything ready. <laughs> you think I'd know better by now? You think I'd know better by now? Because I don't like that shit either. But I did it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, well, where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me at at michaelablunt.com. You can find me at Michael A. Blunt, you know, on my Instagram, you know, website or Facebook. They're all the same name. Um, and you, yeah, just just search around and, you know, uh, I'll provide you with the link for you to 
get started on on something you know and uh, i think that would be just like a good starting place or even for the people who are fully into it right now this is a good place to find some structure i tell people you know you can be on a journey but have nothing to show for it you know i know people who've been on a journey for years and they've just been in the spiritual journey you know just blissed out but they have nothing to show for it it's like where are you going you know so i i I try to do that for people give them some direction on where to go i've been in this journey for a while and i needed the structure and i feel like other people need the structure but i'll just keep reiterating as far as like my, my parting words is you know and um in the moments of of choice you know i say success is not luck it is a choice. And in any moment, the worst thing that you can do is nothing, you know? So do, do something, just start somewhere. And I promise you, you know, all of the, the resources that you need will start finding you every step along on the way. And that's where it comes with trust and faith in the world around you and the energy around you, but also within yourself. You know, so those are the the final parting words that I'll leave you with. So good. So good. I don't even have anything else to say, Michael. Except for that was so good. (laughs) Drops mic. (laughs) I need some sound effects on this episode. You can do that. (laughs) I need I need to incorporate something. Jazz it up, I guess. But it's been so good to connect with you. I hope you enjoy your time in LA. And you, you said you're going back um, to, you're going home after that or no? Mexico City. Yeah, Mexico City. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go visit some family in a few, uh, for a few days. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, I'm going to head back to Mexico City. You guys found a place, right? Weren't you in the process of buying a home there? We are still in the process. Okay. It, it takes takes it takes some time you know especially when you're an expat and you're out of the country so it takes a little bit more time than we um ambitiously thought but we're we're on that journey right now (laughs) well that's okay y'all find the perfect place i'm sure but well i will talk talk with you soon i hope yeah obviously we're we're in each other's wheelhouse now so um i'll be in contact with you and i'll send you all the information but more than anything thanks for inviting me um into your tribe and introducing me to everyone so hey everyone it's nice to meet you (laughs) all right y'all michael a blunt thank you for your time and thank you for your and this is where sound effects come in damn it what i was gonna say thank you for your energy (laughs) (laughs) yeah All right, thank you. Imaginary sound effects. You too. Bye. All right, bye.